Hey there, once again, it's Craig Hemingway, Communications Manager for the City of Moose Jaw, and welcome to the Notorious Jawcast, the official podcast of the City of Moose Jaw, Canada's most notorious city. And coming up on this episode, some big things on the horizon for our city and Moose Jaw residents, and also those not from Moose Jaw, in fact. We are about to step into a new technological age for customer service at the City of Moose Jaw, and we're going to speak with City Manager Jim Pufalt about that and a few other things in just a few moments. First, I wanted to remind you about Moose Jaw Minor Hockey's push for our city to become Craft Hockeyville. This is the annual competition with Craft and Sportsnet that awards one lucky community $250,000 in rink upgrades and the winning community gets to host a National Hockey League game. That'd be pretty awesome. And this first stage that we're in is really all about showing our community support for Moose Jaw Minor Hockey and this whole effort. And ideally, we get in the final four of voting across Canada. So uh, it only takes a few minutes to actually go to the Craft Hockeyville site and get registered. Then you can start adding, liking, and sharing the photos and stories that have been posted to the community rally page. Now, the nominated rink, uh, by the way, is the Burt Hunt Arena at the Playmore Palace. And our mayor, Mayor Fraser, told me has even done a how-to video showing how to get online and involved. You can find that on our City of Moose. Facebook page right this very second and we've got until February 9th to show all of that support and give our best shot at getting into the final four of voting. So let's make ourselves Craft Hockeyville. That'd be pretty great. Now onto our chat with city manager Jim Pufalt. Website, app, Scotty's. A lot to look forward to here in Moose Jaw in the next few weeks, but we're going to start by looking back at the last meeting of Moose Jaw City Council and an update that Mr. Pufalt gave on the city strategic plan. And Jim, thanks again for joining the JawCast. Craig, how are you? Wonderful. Really happy and excited about the things that have been happening and are going to be happening here in the next few weeks. We're going to discuss that right now. And I, I guess let's go back to the January 13th meeting of city council, the first one of 2020. As part of that, you presented an update to the city strategic plan. And I know we've talked about that plan on, on this show before, and it was released in 2019. And one of the most important things of any kind of plan is following up in the plan. Because if you don't follow up, it, it ceases to be a, a plan, doesn't it? Exactly. I mean, we've talked, I think, on the podcast, and certainly uh, one of the philosophies that we follow is that, I mean, there's no point in having a plan if you're not going to follow up with it. Uh, why spend the money? There's other things we can do. So, I mean, if you're going to have a plan, you need to follow up. You need to ensure that you're meeting the objectives that are defined. And then you're letting people know because, again, it doesn't do any good to just you know, do that and not report back to the community, particularly in something like uh, a strategic plan, community development. It's really important that the community knows the progress and the, you know, the accomplishments that are happening because of the work that we're doing. And, you know, it's a full team effort, council and staff and, uh, you know, third parties and everybody working together to try and resolve and, and, and move the city forward. And, you know, we're getting a lot of good results. I think that, um, you know, some of them are uh, from external publications that you can talk about. But I know that Doug Griffiths, the gentleman that uh, completed the strategic plan for us, uh, renowned across North America, consulting with 
with businesses and communities that are trying to progress. And so, I mean, he had some very positive things to say about us after the last uh, strategic planning session we had. And really, it's just, you know, the uh, it's a pleasure to work with such a visionary and pragmatic leadership talking about council administration. And uh, he says that we're one of the most forward-thinking and solution-focused municipal teams on the continent. So, I mean, that's pretty high praise from a person like that. So, you know, we, uh, we feel very encouraged that our efforts are being recognized externally. And, uh, and I think internally as well, because we've closed off a lot of stuff. Like we talked about the podcast, we've been talking, you know, next being this is gonna happen, next being that's gonna happen, and it is, right? Canadian Tire deal closed. SAS Power came at that January 13th meeting, which was very exciting, you know, representing over 13 months of work, hundreds of hours. And I mean, we just keep our eyes on the prize, we keep working towards it, and good things happen. And as you mentioned, it's nice to hear that from an outside source, and especially one as well-respected as Doug Griffiths, because often we tend to, and it's understandable why you, you internalize and look inward and, and focus on all, all the negative and all the bad things, and the things that aren't successful right now and tend to think, well, you know, we're the worst. Nobody is worse than us here, 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 and here. When in fact, when you get some perspective from outside voices who say, well, listen, yeah, though you're not perfect, uh, you are succeeding here, 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 and here. And it's nice to hear those things. And uh, not only Doug Griffiths, there was the Western Investor Magazine just prior to Christmas announced that they listed Moose Jaw as, as number five, the number five city in Western Canada in which to invest. Number one in Saskatchewan. Number one in Saskatchewan. Number one in Saskatchewan. Oh, yeah. So it's those sorts of things. It's nice to hear those uh, comments and accolades come from outside our city, outside our province, from people that are taking note of the things that are happening here in Moose Jaw. And it's been a, it's really, it's been a year and a half conversation uh, going back to uh, the first time we saw Doug Griffiths, almost two years now. So the first time Doug yeah. Griffiths came and of course, Gare Maxwell and, and, and some of the things that have happened last year with Canada's most notorious city and, and, and the Mac the Moose Fund, which was not planned, but, but it was handled in a, in a very fun way that got us a lot of attention. So we have a lot of attention on our city right now and almost all of it very positive. Absolutely. And I think that, you know, uh, some of us that are new to Moose Jaw bring a, a little bit of a different perspective. And from outside looking in, I've always thought Moose Jaw was a cool place. And I remember our first discussion, I talked about the downtown, how cool it was and all the great things that are here. And, you know, a lot of times we maybe can get, uh, uh, you know, as you said, you know, negative upon ourselves. But realistically, if you look, a lot of the issues that we're facing are being faced across Saskatchewan, Canada, and North America. And we're, you know, we're taking them head on and we're dealing with them. So, I mean, we shouldn't think all the time that, you know, some of the issues that we're facing are unique to Moose Jaw. They're not. They're quite, you know, quite common across Saskatchewan. Um, and, you know, some of us have that a little bit of a different perspective. I don't have the years here. Um, and so, I mean, I come from outside looking in with a little bit of a different thought process about Moose Jaw, about, you know, kind of what a cool place it is that, you know, um, Skip the Dishes uses us in a commercial and you watch TSN Sports Desk, they're all talking Moose Jaw Warriors. And, you know, it's just, again, outside looking in, we're a very cool place. People want to come here. You notice it from tourism this last year. It's just, it is a very cool place. And I think we... Sometimes don't take that for granted when we live here. And so it's always important to keep that in mind and that, you know, some of the things and some of the issues we face are ones that most cities across North America are facing. Yeah. And everything is really, though, and it gets tied back to 
the strategic plan and all these good things we want to happen because it serves the city as a whole uh, to be successful in these things. The Valleys are about how do we serve our customers best, our taxpayers the best, and how can we provide that that great quality of service. And so, so that's in the end what it's all about and all these things will help serve that goal uh, and we are getting very very excited about, about pushing play on a couple of other huge things uh, that will be great for our residents and that's the new request for service app and our new look uh, website uh, that are going to be out uh, well before the Scotties yes uh, which which starts February 13th so we're, we're just uh, finalizing our plans to, to hit play on those two things but again two very important things that uh, will make it easier for our residents to communicate uh, with us at City Hall, especially that request for a service app, which is going to be a, a tremendous step forward. Absolutely thrilled to push that out. We met with our full management group yesterday and just talking about the benefits of the request for service. And I mean, just to refresh with people, again, this is a way for people to easily communicate with the city. You don't have to worry if we're office hours or whenever it is. I mean, the, uh, the easiest thing you can do with this app that you'll be able to download is to, if you see a pothole, take a picture, send it to us. It'll send us the GPS coordinates. We'll know where it is. It'll go to the department that looks after potholes. And then it's seamlessly onto our list of work to get done. So it's very cool. It'll let you know when you sent it in that we've received it. And then it'll let you know when we've got the work done. So, I mean, it's very cool. There's a million applications. We think the first one, of course, is customer service wise to give people another opportunity to get to us and, and let us know what's going on in the community because we sure appreciate when people see things and let us know because it's a big city we don't have eyes everywhere and so we appreciate the citizens helping us out with that and then we think there's a ton of internal ways that we can utilize this to be better at what we do so we're pretty excited about that again that's been a you know a long project and these things just don't happen overnight so I mean we're we're excited. We're, we can see the end is near. We're ready to roll this out before Scotty's, which is like two weeks. So we're absolutely pumped. The new website will be more user-friendly. And again, have that same uh, app application to it where you can send in. That's probably a wrong term. Well, it's, it's, it's all right. It's, the request for service uh, feature will be on the website as yes. well. So you can do all the same things. Click. Say I've got a problem, attach a picture, it'll work the exact same way. So if you don't want to put, put it on your phone, you can still go on the website and it's still way easier than right having to, well, if it's seven o'clock at night, now I gotta wait till the next day to make a call to City Hall and all those things when you could be busy, now you can do it at your uh, leisure as opposed to having to wait for, for the city's you know, open hour schedule, right? Yeah, and it so helps us because then it's right into the actual form. It's at all, your data that you enter enters into our form. It's a one entry system concept taken right to the max. Your data is entered into our system basically, and then we work from there and nobody re-enters the data. And that's a, you know, a huge time savings for us. And the other huge time saving is the tracking of it because we'll be all able to, there'll be great quality control on this is because we'll be able to, the managers and directors and myself will be able to look at the requests for services that come in and see what's outstanding and how good we are at, at reaching those or meeting the uh, standards that we put on responses to those things. So it'll be you know really a tremendous step forward for us. And again, there's some of the things that each department's been doing differently. Some are DOS-based, some's a spreadsheet. You know, it's just all across the board how we're tracking these things. And so this tries to bring that uh, you know that centralized concept to request for service. And as we said, centralized service and one entry service, which is huge because again, 
our staff time then can be spent tracking requests rather than just entering requests. So very cool. Can't hardly wait. I think people are going to love it. It's going to be great. And then uh, we said that's going to be out pre-Scotties. And then, of course, uh, uh, February 13th, 14th, the, the, the Scotties start in Moose Jaw, Mosaic Place, and, and preparations well underway. And I just wanted to give the community an update. You know, we have been, uh, it's been a, a great collaboration uh, from city administration uh, and some members of council that have been involved and the Downtown Business Association in Moose Jaw and the Scotties themselves. We have been uh, having regular meetings over the last few months to talk about how can we best get our city ready for the Scotties. And I know the downtown uh, group has done a tremendous job uh, spreading the word among the business community and they've already begun the process, some of them already, of painting their uh, businesses in the Scotties colors and wanting to look great. Uh, some other things to be released very soon in, in terms of being able to uh, you know, enjoy the Scotties and enjoy curling fans across Canada that are coming to Moose Jaw. Uh, and then from our perspective, Jim, we're working on some things to, to make Moose Jaw as welcoming as place as possible along River Street. We've got the free transportation for anybody yeah. with their Scotties ticket. Uh, and so there's just, it's just been a really great partnership. And again, one more reason why we're excited for the Scotties to come to Moose Jaw. Absolutely. I mean, Scotty's is a tremendous event. Again, great uh, outside uh, influence, or not outside influence, but outside look at Moose Jaw from across the country. The curling fans and TSN is here broadcasting. And, I mean, we're going to get promoted across the country. So that's why it's so very cool, and we're so excited to have it here. And Moose Jaw Curling Club is another one we've been working with very much so to um, and Curl Canada to make sure that we are as ready as possible for for Scotties. And we've worked with the downtown and we've got some cool things happening on River Street. And, uh, you know, people are going to be pretty amazed when they get down to Mosaic and watch and see what happens at the Scotties. It could be, again, very exciting time. Lots of eyes on Moose It's an opportunity for us to give our best face forward and show the country how awesome a place we are, because we are. Yeah, and, 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 and towards that end as well, some other exciting things we'll be announcing a little bit closer to the date, but we've got some fun planned for just outside of the Heart Stop Lounge. If you are going to be coming to Mosaic Place, we've got uh, some fun stuff uh, where people across Canada and, and yourself can, can show off uh, yourself having fun in Canada's most notorious city with some maybe some cool new things to, to win associated with that as well. So so that's all to, to be announced in the future, but we're yeah. getting so close to hit and go. Just want to give a little teaser out there. We've got very <laughs> many cool things happening. So everybody come down to Mosaic. It's going to be, you're going to have a blast. We're going to have some cool stuff that you can do outside and, you know, pictures and like some stuff there. I mean, you're going to... It'll be so much fun. I think people want us to do Scotties all the time. <laughs> well, uh, you know what? They came back within five years, and who knows? Maybe after this time, we'll be, you know, two or three. Sure. Uh, we've proven that we uh, do such a great job. So, yes, to your point, uh, thanks again to Curl Moose Jaw and, and uh, Kevin Nadelli and, and Joe Gunnis, uh, who've been, co been co-chairs. Yeah. And the volunteers. I mean, those types of events don't happen without hundreds of volunteers. And so we thank everybody for uh, stepping up, giving a hand, uh, you know, and having some fun at it, I think, and that, you know, again, we are putting a great promotion for the city of Moose Jaw with Curl Canada, with TSN, with everybody in the country. So we're pumped. Come on down to Mosaic, have fun, show off our community, because again, I mean, outside looking in, it's a great place. Be proud. Our thanks again to City Manager Jim Poofault, and our thanks to you for listening to the Notorious Jawcast. I'm Craig Hemingway. <laughs>